Welcome to another episode of the Excellence Podcast. My name is Kevin Camps. You can find us on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook, all at Team Excellence, spelled T-E-A-M-X-C-L-N-C-E. You can also find this podcast on iTunes now, as well as on SoundCloud. Also, check out our website at excellence.com for more great content. This week, I was joined by University of Florida offensive line coach Brad Davis, I walked away encouraged, motivated, and inspired to pursue dreams even further, knowing that the Lord is with us every step of the way, and hopefully you will walk away feeling the same. Hope you enjoy it. Be blessed. A couple days. I mean, you know, that's really here next Tuesday we crank it up. So, you know, we'll kind of have a couple days this weekend, kind of, uh, you know, I guess kind of your last goodbye, so to speak, and then... uh, you know, we'll, we'll crank it up to the twos and the kids will kind of come back in. And, and again, and, and, you know, it's, I mean, it's, you know it's, it's fun. I mean, it's, it's, it's hard. It's a grind, sure, but it's fun. It's kind of, it's where you build your team. You know what I'm saying? You see what all the investment the guys made over the summer and the growth they've made. You get to kind of put your own stamp on your position group. You know what I mean? So, yeah. and, and for us, we got a lot of, and particularly in my position, I, I think about, a, uh, you know, a lot of things to prove to people, to be honest with you. So I'm excited about the challenge. It's going to be fun. Yeah, definitely. I mean, people are really excited about man what you're doing and and the energy that you that you brought to the to the team and to the staff. I mean, it's it's undeniable and and you know we're really looking forward to to the line and some of the guys that'll be there. You got some great guys coming back, man. So I know you're excited about that. Yeah, I got, I, I'll tell you what, I I couldn't have asked for a better uh, opportunity. To coach and mentor the, the guys I have in my room, those guys are unbelievable. They're such great kids and uh, passionate about football. You know, the guys have been very uh, receptive. You know, because change is difficult. You know, it's it's uh, it's uncomfortable at times. And these kids have really just uh, stepped up to the plate. They've embraced you know me and and, and um, my expectations and things. You know that I've uh, you know kind of changed a little bit, I guess. From what they've been accustomed to, so man, I tell you, it's, it's been it's been fantastic. I, I just I'm excited to go to battle. We got we got a lot of work to do. Don't get me wrong, you know. I think there's a lot of people who are excited about the energy, and, and you know. But right now, it's all just potential. Until we go out and do it, it, it's just words. You know what I'm saying? So I try not to get too caught up in that stuff and just stay focused on on us. You know, stay focused on us and controlling the things we can control, which is how hard we work in particular. You know. Indeed, and so, so Coach, I wanted to ask you, um, can you kind of share a little bit about how you got to UF and, you know, some of the things that took place, what was going on in your mind, what was the conversation you might have had with your wife, I mean, moving from Texas out here to, to Gainesville, I mean, what was that, what was that like, what was that process like? <laughs> how long you got, I mean, I could talk about <laughs> this until you, 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 you record or run out of, out of time, I mean, so I'll make it real short for you. God has ordered my steps. Uh, I, I got into coaching back in 2003. I started off as a high school teacher and football coach. Uh, I felt like God called me into college coaching, uh, you know, for reasons I really didn't understand because, you know, I, I went to college to major education. Uh, I kind of – I thought I had my life set. I'd go back home to Louisiana, you know, uh, you know, eventually marry my wife, have some kids, get a boat, go fishing on the weekends, uh, you know, and, 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 and that was just going to – you know, kind of how my days were going to be spent. You know, I never would envision that, uh, you know, from that time, God had it, you know, for me that I'd, I'd live all over the country. You know, I'd, I'd travel, I'd, I'd, you know, uproot my family, uh, and, and I'd have the opportunity to go mentor uh, young men. So, long story short, you know, and, and how I got to Florida, I believe that God puts different people in your life 
uh, you know, for different uh, different reasons and different seasons. And so there's been just a lot of people professionally uh, that had some ties to Coach Mack, you know, one of them being a, a gentleman at Portland State named Bruce Barnum, uh, you know, who was an assistant coach with myself uh, for four years at Portland State. And he and I became great friends and colleagues. And, you know, as luck would have it, you know, he was actually one of Coach McElwain's uh, collegiate teammates at Eastern Washington. You know, uh, you know, Ruffin McNeil, uh, who's a person that, you know, Coach McElwain, you know, holds in high regard. Uh, I'll tell you one of the ones that will kind of maybe make you turn your head a little bit and, and, and kind of say, wow. Uh, in 2014, I was the offensive line coach at James Madison University. And at that point in time, I received the biggest job interview of my career at, at USC. Um, out of Southern California. Wow. And and so I've flown into Dallas, Texas, and I spent probably the better part of 48 hours preparing for this interview. Uh, and, 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 you know, it was a life-changing opportunity for my family and I. <clears throat> and, uh, you know, I went, I flew down to Dallas. Uh, you know, I spent nearly an entire day and a half uh, interviewing with, with Coach Helton and, and Coach Sarkeesian for this opportunity. And, uh, and at the end of it, I, I didn't think of one thing I could have done better uh, in regards to telling myself, being knowledgeable of my material, uh, having a plan, you know, things of that nature. And, uh, you know, they called me and said, hey, you know, it's not your time. You know, we're going to go a different direction. And, uh, you know, obviously things transpired out there at Southern Cal or whatever. But uh, as luck would have it, uh, Coach Sarkeesian, three years later, uh, unbeknownst to me, was, 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 you know, one of the biggest people who recommended me for this opportunity. And uh, it, it just goes to show at times, you know, when, when God closes one door for you, he opens another one, you know, and, and, and for us, uh, you know, in our selfishness at times, you know, we think that, you know, it, it's, it's all about us and, and our plan and what we want to do and, and, and don't understand that God has a bigger plan for us. So in that door being closed, uh, it led to an even greater opportunity for me. And I, I couldn't be more pleased to be here now. So uh, that's the short version of it. Uh, my wife and I, got this opportunity uh she's been my rock um i have never taken a job without her approval uh, or her encouragement in fact i've taken some jobs against my own will with her encouragement to be honest with you and she's always believed in me uh she's a chemical engineer by trade uh she's a national marriage scholar in high school uh and, and could have really gone anywhere in the country from stanford to mit and uh you know now she, she she's really given up everything uh career-wise to you know, be my, my, my rock, my support system. Uh, she stays home and, and raises both of our sons. Uh, you know, while I go out and play football. So uh, when this opportunity came, it was more of a validation to her belief in me. Uh, you know, and, and, and basically saying, hey, you know, you believed in me. You gambled on your husband. We trusted God. We were, we were faithful and prayerful. And, and now, you know, we can take care of our family. Uh, you know, coaching the game we love. So. What a great opportunity has been presented to us. And, uh, you know, that, that's the short version. There's been so many other people and, 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 and things that have happened and have occurred. And, and, and just it's too many to even really name. But I, I just tell you, I'm a living testimony uh, to, to God's, uh, you know, our, his realness. You know, uh, it, it's just if, if, I, if I can be the O-line coach at the University of Florida, I promise you there's a God, and I can tell you what, he's gracious and merciful. Trust me, because I don't deserve it. Wow. So can you – so, I mean, that's powerful. I mean, you've, you've had the opportunity to cross paths with so many great people and so many influential people, and it's amazing, you know, when the Scriptures teach us that, you know, acknowledge him in all your ways and he'll direct your path. He's definitely done that for you, and 
So I want to ask you, um, you mentioned this earlier about, you know, with the football season coming up, you're a father, you have son. Like, where do you find the balance with college football and not just the college football season itself, but with, with recruiting being such a really a year-round thing? How, where do you find the balance? You know, to spend that time, develop your relationship with your wife, build that 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 trust with your sons. Like, where do you find that? How, what what are some of your strategies that you have in that area? Sure. Um, well, number one, it has to be a passion, and that's first and foremost. And, and I truly believe that it's something I'm passionate about. It, it's something that I truly enjoy. Uh, it's it's going out and cultivating relationships with people. Um, you know, mentoring, developing. You know, it's, it's an opportunity, and, and particularly when you when you feel like it's what God has called you to do, it, you know, it's just so much easier to, to, to be passionate about it. You know, one one analogy that I, I like to use, and, I, and I, I stole this from someone else. It's not an original thought, but um, you know, they told me that you know you take you take three glasses, and uh, you know you pour equal parts equal parts water in all three glasses. You know, and, and one of them is your job, one of them is your family, and one of them is your faith. And, you know, it's, it's what, what, what we try to do a lot of times as, as people, you know, is we try to, uh, you know, try to balance those glasses out. And so you may give a third of your best, you know, to your family. You may give a third of your best to your job. You may give a third of your best, uh, you know, to your faith. And the encouragement and advice I got was take all three of those glasses and pour all into one, one at a time. So when I'm holding my family, I try to do my best to devote myself uh, to them, to give them all of my attention. Uh, I never make it about me. You know, it's, it's my son, my wife, and I, you know, we read to our kids at night. We're teaching my oldest son his prayers. Uh, my wife, and my wife experiences quite a bit of these, you know, for us. At work, I try to I be fo- I try to be focused. You know, I, I try to be one of the first guys in the office uh, in the morning. I try to be diligent and, and, and spend time on tasks. Uh, making sure that I'm 100% efficient in what I'm doing and accomplishing what I set out to get done. With my faith, you know, I try to devote time to the side, you know, each day to pray, uh, to, you know, have self positive self-talk, to talk to God, to uh, pray for wisdom, pray for strength and guidance. Uh, because without him, honestly, some of the things that, you know, I set out to do, I would fail miserably. So uh, that's the advice I was given. I took heed to it, uh, and it's something that I try to apply daily. And so when, you, when you're interacting with the players, and, um, you know, these, the, the players, they go through, there's a lot of different challenges. I mean, a lot of them come from small towns and they come on this big stage. And next thing you know, they're on ESPN and they're on all these different channels. People are talking about them on the radio and they have such high expectations. So as a coach, when you're coaching these guys and, and, and there's such um, people are looking so forward to them performing on the field. What are you telling them in the back end, in the, in the office, in the meeting rooms? Like, what message are you sharing with them, not just about playing football, but about just their life as a whole, being a man of integrity or a man of character? Like, what is the message that you're sending to your players um, that to, to keep them pushing forward? Sure. Uh, you know, football, is, it's, it's a great, it's a great, uh, I, w- I won't say teacher of life lessons, but it certainly will expose uh, who you are, um, you know, with the successes, the failures, the constant challenges. Uh, the obstacles and adversity that you have to deal with on a, on a daily basis. Uh, the first thing I try to tell my guys is this, you know, part of being a Christian and part of being a believer, you know, when God gives you gifts and talents, uh, it, it, it's your obligation to honor God by going out and using those talents to the best of your ability. 
And uh, what happens a lot of times with elite athletes in particular is they've gotten away with being exclusively talented and, and don't have the work ethic to boot. Uh, and, and so God calls us to work. You know, that's the bottom line. He calls us to go out and work and, and, and to, uh, you know, to, to, to earn our way uh, through this world. So that's the mentality uh, that I try to bring to the table is, is to create a work a workmanlike attitude. But at the same time with the kids we coach today, with millennials in particular, um, you know, there's a little bit more of an individualized approach to the sport. The team aspect of it um, is it, not as emphasized as it, it may have used to be uh, in the past with, the, you know, social media, uh, you, you know, just the amount of technology that these kids have access to. So what I try to do is I try to make it about them. And, and so reality of it is this. You get one opportunity to play college football. That's it. You know, and, and so the worst thing that you can do is finish this experience with regrets period at this level everybody's talented at this level everybody has ability and you've already proven that you have that if you're here the reality of it is though if you want to be someone that's remembered if you want to be someone that goes on and accomplishes big things using the platform guys giving you then you have to separate yourself with your work ethic and that's something that a lot of young people actually have to be taught um you know i'm pretty fortunate because our guys have bought into that uh, and, but it's something that has to be enhanced and worked on daily. It never, never, never uh, can go unaddressed, you know. So that's the biggest piece right now uh, from a message standpoint. And, 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 you know, I try to set the example uh, by being a worker. Uh, I, I try to use, you know, uh, who I am. I, I think I'm uh, about as common as common gets as it pertains to, you know, talent ability. I don't think God gave me, uh, you know, any kind of, you know, uh, special powers, you know. But he showed me favor. Uh, in my opinion, because I've gone out and worked. And that's something that I take a lot of pride in. So I want to ask you about one particular guy on the line, um, TJ McCoy. He, um, you know, last year you had the injury and he came in the last couple couple games and he really changed the attitude. I want to, I want to talk a little bit about him because he has a great story um, with his dad and, and he's kind of that emotional leader, that rock in the center there. And, and you played a little center yourself and, you know, just like, can you talk about his importance to that to that room to that position group? Sure. You know, it, it's been amazing his transition. You know, he was a he was a pretty tough kid uh, to crack. I, t- I tell him that all the time. I tell him, I said, man, you were one of the last guys, uh, you know, to to really really let that guard down. You know, he was he, he was one of the guys that I had to really go out and prove. Who I was, and I embraced that challenge. That's my job. I never, I never walk in anywhere and expect people to respect me. I feel like it's something that has to be earned. And, and, and so for him, that was one of the things that uh, you know I had to do. And he is a fiercely loyal kid. He is a kid that is is as passionate of a football player as I was coached at any place I've ever been. Um, you know, he loves the game. He probably more so than any probably I would say arguably anybody in the group has invested time outside of, you know, the required team activities, focusing on his craft, uh, you know, seeking to get better. And I couldn't be more proud of him. This summer he's changed his body. You know, I think he's lost somewhere maybe 14, 15 pounds, you know, changed his body composition. And the neat part about him, you know, he he reminds me so much of myself. He's an undersized guy. He doesn't have all the measurables and, and, you know, he wishes he was a little taller, wishes he was a little this, a little that. But he just shows up every day and goes to work, and, and he adds value because football is important to him. And, 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 and in that, he's a selfless football player, 
uh, in that, you know, he's not one of these guys that says, hey, it's all about getting to the league, or I got to take care of my family, or I got to do, I mean, he's, tr- he's truly a kid that lives in the moment. He's enjoying this experience, and he's making the most of it. I, I have zero doubt in my mind uh, that he's going to be successful, whatever he's, he puts his mind to, because that's just who he is. It's his makeup. His parents are unbelievable people. He's dealt with adversity in his life, uh, you know, with his family. Uh, he had an, an, an injury, uh, you know, here a few months ago uh, that could have set him back. And uh, I tell you what, just just sitting in the hospital room with him and, and, and watching him fight, um, and just uh, you know, just watching his mindset, you know, and it, it, you just knew he was gonna, it was going to be something that couldn't uh, overcome him, you know. And and, and the, the one of the neatest things for me as a coach is is, is when he and I, you know, or, or I should say his parents and I. We're at his bedside in the hospital. You know, the first thing they did, they walked in, we greeted each other. We all grabbed hands, we touched and agreed and prayed over TJ. And I thought, man, what a powerful moment for me as a coach uh, to truly be a, to feel like a part of this kid's family. And, uh, you know, from that day, I think he and I have had an inseparable bond. And, and I'm expecting big things from him. So I think that, uh, you know, the best is yet to come with TJ. So, Coach, I want to ask you um... – you know, during your playing career, you had the opportunity to play with, with Bob Stoops, and he, he recently uh, retired from Oklahoma, had a great career. You know, if there's anything in your in your value system or the principles that you kind of abide by, live by, that he showed you, that he taught you during your time um, as a player at that Oklahoma team? Sure. Uh, I can tell you this. <laughs> I mean, there's so many stories and, 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 and moments and, and things that, uh, you know, that, that, that I could go on and on about Coach Stoops. You know, number one, he came in and he validated us. He, he came in and worked as hard as we've ever been working our lives. He demanded greatness from us and accepted no excuses. Um, and because of that, we won. And, and that was really, 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 uh, you know, a, a pivotal point in our playing careers and in our careers as men, um, or our lives as men, I should say, because it just went to show that anything – uh, it's possible if you just are willing to outwork someone before. And, and, and that was a lesson uh, that I would say most of us, uh, if not all of us, have carried uh, with us throughout our lives. You know, the, the most important one I would say is this. We, when I got there, they had a you know, waiting room, and they went in there, and they did some renovations and changed things. The first thing they did was they put a quote on the wall, and it may still hang there now, uh, but it said, hard work beats talent when talent doesn't work hard. And... I tell you what, it's something that I just live by. You know, it's 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 it's, it's driven me. You know, when you look at, it's easy in life to say, well, look at what I don't have, or how come somebody else has has this, and maybe they didn't have to go through this, you know, through this this journey to get there. And you know, how come God has given someone so much, and you know, not so much, whatever. And it's just like, you know what? At the end of the day, if you can just be thankful for what you got, take what you have, and 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 go out and try to multiply it by applying hard work and effort, you know, the sky's the limit. And so it's really neat for me uh, to have played for Coach Stoops. Uh, I owe him a, a, a huge debt of gratitude uh, for all that he's been for me, uh, you know, in my personal life, uh, in my athletic career. Uh, and, and I just, I couldn't, I, I can't tell you enough great things about him. So just a couple more questions. When it's all said and done, in your coaching career is over, what is the lasting mark you want to leave on the generation of young people that you've had an opportunity to coach, meet, talk with? What is that mark you want to leave with them? If I, if I do it the right way, and I had my druthers, the young men that I coach will be able to go out 
you know, back to their communities, you know, in the respective hometowns and, and be pillars in society. I, I believe that a big part of what we do, you know, I, I told my players just the first day I met them and I, I can't continue to remind them, you know, my job is to serve them. You know, my life is a, it's a life of servitude. When you look at our Savior, uh, you know, Jesus Christ, uh, he could have came back into this world as anything. He could have come back as a king, a ruler. He came back as a servant. He came back as a disciple, uh, a man that removed himself from the throne uh, and washed the feet of his disciples. And, uh, you, you know, I look at myself, I'm not, even, I'm not worthy, you know, to, to even be uh, loved uh, by Jesus or, or the grace and mercy he shows us uh, and my family, and, and, and he continues to love me. So if I could spread any message to my kids, it's to live a life of service. It's to take the talents that God's given you. And, and, and not let your ego drive you, and not make it about you, not make it about worldly things and possessions, because those things fade. But go out and, and be willing to serve someone, to give back, uh, to mentor, to build, to invest time uh, and, and energy uh, into people, because there's not enough of that in this society. It, it really isn't. And, uh, you know, our society, in, in some ways, is, is a little bit in, in decay, at, at least a moral decay, for sure. Uh, and it's because, in my opinion, there's particularly not enough men uh, who are willing to serve. I think there's a lot of men who are willing to take and, 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 and you know, make things about themselves and enjoy the, the fruits of their labor. There's not a lot of people who are willing to truly, truly give back. So uh, if, if I had it my way, that, that, that'd be what I'd be most remembered for if I could help it. Awesome. So now I got I to gotta ask this question. I got to ask about the jump in the pool. <laughs> got to well, ask. Whose idea was that Coach Mack or was that? <laughs> you know what? I think there was a bunch of people who had a big part to do that. You know, Coach Sider, he, he's one of our swag guys on our staff. He's, he's, he's a swaggy dude, you know what I mean? And, and, and so there was just a lot of different things. It was, it was, I, I want to say it was, you know, it was an idea that was kicked around, you know, and, and talked about. There was a function at Coach Mack's house, uh, you know, that evening. And, and, and so uh, – you know, the, the the idea was in the air, you know, and then all of a sudden, you know, we're all hanging out, having a good time and, you know, enjoying dinner and, and, and fellowship. And, and then all of a sudden this song comes on, Quick the Pool. Coach Mack, you know, just gives this look and he just sprints into the pool. Well, from there, I mean, it was just like, hey, <laughs> I ain't letting him go in by itself. You know what I mean? So we all uh, just jumped in the pool and, and the, just the energy, the excitement, it was, it was just electric. You know, it was fun. And uh, I had no idea, you know, that it would, it would go viral, you know, on the Internet. I, and I figured people would find it amusing, but I didn't realize people would, you know, think it was a cool thing to do, so to speak. So, uh, you know, it just goes to show, you know, we're trying as coaches to, you know, uh, you know, push the boundaries and, you know, stretch the limits. And, you know, we can do anything. I mean, you know, we're a bunch of fun-loving guys who really enjoy the space we're in right now. And we're just living in the moment. That's awesome, man. And everybody was all in. <laughs> oh, oh, absolutely. Yeah, I mean, it's a team effort now. That's one thing about our staff now. We're, we're, we're all we pull a rope in one direction. I mean, if if one guy dies in the pool, we're all diving in. We, we'll ask questions later, but we're all going to be wet. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. Uh, Coach, I, I really appreciate you taking the time to, to talk with me and, and share your heart and your passion, really motivating. And, um, you know, as you were talking, I was I – was, I was encouraged, and I wanted to share this with you. And uh, you reminded me of um, this passage in Hebrews 11, uh, referencing Abraham. And um, he said he was called to go out to a place looking for something, and he just obeyed the voice of God. And, and he didn't ne necessarily know where he was going, but, you know, eventually God took him to a place of promise. Uh, 
and he was just really looking for something that that God wanted and looking for a place that God wanted him to be in and and I really feel like for you that um this is an ordained time for you no not just you know coaching on the sidelines or talking in in the meeting rooms but really just to impact the lives of the guys that you encounter for your time here and and I just I just pray you know God continue to give you the strength the energy um just the the motivation and the passion and the wherewithal just to really touch the hearts of these young men that that their success wouldn't would be more than walking across the NFL stage hugging the commissioner but it would really be living a life that shines and a life that impacts people and know that they can look back and say that that coach Brad Davis was um, able to provide a guidance and leadership for them at this stage of their lives and so I, I thank you coach and um, I really appreciate it no, I, I, I tell you what, what, just coming from you, that means everything. And I really, really appreciate you. And, uh, you know, we're certainly uh, we're going to be working. <laughs> you know, I'm excited about the opportunity that we have ahead of us. It's going to be a, a long journey. Um, and it's one that we're definitely uh, prepared to go out and, uh, and take on. So, you know, just keep us uplifted in prayer. You know, uh, just just keep us in your thoughts. Keep us in your prayers. We're going we're gonna to go out and try to make, uh, you know, everybody uh, in the Gator Nation proud of us. Uh, we're gonna go out and, and, and if anything else, if anything, we want to make sure they know how hard we're gonna we're gonna work, uh, you know, to earn the, the the cheers, to earn the respect, to earn the applause, to earn the, you know, just the, the, the you know our fans, our our families, you know, the people that invest in us. We just want to earn their love, uh, you know, for what we do. So, thank you so much. Thank you for the opportunity for me to spread, uh, you know, my message and and and. Uh, you know, I'm I'm so unworthy of this opportunity. It's one thing I'll continue to say that I'm a I'm a nobody from nowhere, and and I don't know I don't understand it sometimes. God's using me. I'm just going to go with it, and I'm going to give my best. And uh, I hope at the end it'll be something we all can be proud of. So, um, all the best to you, man, and thanks so much. Thank you for listening to another episode, and thanks again to Coach Brad Davis for joining us. This week we are releasing two podcast episodes. Last week, we sat down with former LSU Tiger and Dallas Cowboys defense alignment and now SEC Network analyst and motivational speaker, Marcus Spears. It was another great conversation. You will want to make time to listen. So don't forget, like us on Facebook and follow us on Twitter and Instagram to stay connected with the team. And remember, in everything we do, we do it for him. God bless you.